We're here with Elizabeth DeGenis, and she's going to talk about her email story. So I decided to write this story after I had been making public records requests of the school district for about a year now. And every time I would make requests for fairly routine things, let's say emails between some school board members or the superintendent and another board member, I would get these really high cost estimates back. The district would say, sure, you can have those documents, but it's going to cost you about $500, $1,000. And the first few times I thought, okay, maybe this is uh, going to be different when I make another request. But over time, it kept happening and happening. And so I began to look into it. And it sounded like a lot of people in the community had had similar experiences with the district. What's the process like for public records requests with the school district? So when you're making a request, typically you would email their communications person and you would say, you know, I'm looking for these documents, whatever the case may be. Either you're looking for something specific or you might just say, I want communications between these two parties over a period of time, however long that might be. And then one of the other issues we found in the process that there's often a delay between their receipt of your request and how long they take to just tell you when are you going to get or how much is the request even going to cost. So I might make a request of them on a Monday. I wouldn't hear back until three weeks later that that was going to cost me, you know, $1,000. So that was another issue we found. Can you give some more examples of high costs and delays? Yeah, so the first really records request I I ever made of the district was after we wrote a story about a public relations firm that the district hired, who the firm's president we later found was making comments on our stories under her same IP address with different names. So after that happened, we asked for all the emails between her and school employees over a period of time, I think it was six months, um, like May to September of that year. And that yielded, I think, about 8,000 emails or almost 9,000, which is a lot. But some agencies can process those fairly quickly. And the district said, you can have those emails, but it's going to cost you more than $3,000. So at that point, we were kind of like, that That kind of puts us at a standstill because that's obviously a big investment for anybody to make. Um, in another case, Michael Barfield, actually the paralegal who's known in, in town for um, suing a lot of government agencies to see if they're violating public records laws. He asked for emails from the district with the word Zucker in them, referring to Caroline Zucker, one of the school board members. And he was asked to pay almost $1,000, and then he changed his request, and it was 750 So two of those right there just show you that in differing things that you're asking for, you're still getting these fairly high costs. What is their reasoning for that? So they have a variety of reasons. I think the biggest one you find from school districts in comparison with other local government agencies is that there is a federal law, FERPA, that protects student information. And because that information is exempt under public records law, if there's anything referring to a specific student in those emails, like let's say some student is a third grader at Wilkinson and he has some sort of issue in the classroom, that is not, I'm not allowed to have that information, even if what I'm not, that's not what I'm looking for. So they say they have to go through each of these emails and take out that information or make sure it's not in there. Um, And that's what takes so much time and that's what takes so much cost. How do other agencies handle these requests? So it's different for a lot of agencies, and and part of that is FERPA. Part of that is just the way they handle it. So, for example, in the city of Sarasota and Sarasota County, it's um, very different. They have a kind of digital database where any citizen can go on and view at least some of the emails that, in this case, the city, city commissioners are sending or county commissioners and those emails that are going to county and city officials. So in the district, there's no system like that where you can even view any of the emails that are sent. And then in the case of the city and county, they also have said to me that 
they rarely are charging more than you know five or ten dollars for requests it's often just the the cost of the instrument you're getting the documents on like if it's a um, usb drive or something so it's it's different as you can see what options could the district undertake to change that so in talking with people who are more familiar with public records law in the state i think some agencies have redaction software which is something that you can you know download on your computer and it actually automatically takes out the information that's exempt and then uh, other agencies have a system where they try to tell employees to flag emails or communications that they know have exempt information just like the way you might not send your social security number in an email because you know that you don't want someone to find that i mean it'd be a way of saying if you can't get around sending it in an email this is a way of saying to someone this has exempt information so it makes their job easier thanks liz